may be seated. So today's lesson comes from the Gospel of Matthew as we begin our new series looking at the parables of Jesus. Hear now the parable of the sower, Matthew 13, verses 1 through Matthew chapter 13, verses 1 through 17. That same day, Jesus went out of the house and sat beside the sea. Such great crowds gathered about him that he got into a boat and sat there, while the whole crowd stood out on the beach. And Jesus told them many things in parables, saying, Listen, a sower went out to sow. And as he sowed, some seeds fell on the path, and the birds came and ate them up. Other seeds fell on the rocky ground, where they didn't have much soil, and they sprang up quickly, since they had no depth of soil. But when the sun rose, they were scorched, and since they had no root, they withered away. Other seeds fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked them. Other seeds fell on good soil and brought forth grain, some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. Let anyone with ears listen. Then the disciples came and asked Jesus, Why do you speak to them in parables? Jesus answered, To you it has been given to know the secrets of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it hasn't been given. For to those who have, more will be given, and they will have an abundance. But from those who have nothing, even what they have will be taken away. The reason I spoke to them in parables is that seeing they do not perceive, and hearing they don't listen, nor do they understand. With them indeed is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah that says, You will indeed listen, but never understand. And you will indeed look, but never perceive. For this people's heart has grown dull, and their ears are hard of hearing, and they have shut their eyes, so that they might not look with their eyes, and listen with their ears, and understand with their heart, and turn. And I, the Lord, would heal them. But blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear. Truly, I tell you, many prophets and righteous people long to see what you see, but they don't see it, and to hear what you hear, but they did not hear it. The word of the Lord. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Come now to sow your word. You do not spare seed, but you would have us grow into abundance. Make us a people of your kingdom, bearing much fruit. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be an honor and a glory to you. Amen. So Jesus preaches really graciously. I like him as a preacher because he's willing to preach at you even if you're not willing to hear it. And he calls himself a sower. That's the guy in old school farming that had a sack full of seed and after the field was plowed, he'd just walk along and toss it. Kind of like if you've ever seen your dad put grass seed on the lawn. They just throw it everywhere. Now we learn a couple things about the imagery Jesus is using here. One, it's agricultural. But two, he sees the word as a seed. And it's the seed itself that's going to grow. And as Paul said, it's the seed that transforms. 
So all this stuff that's going on about life and growth and bearing fruit, that's the word. It's God's word that goes forth and comes back to him enriched. It's not us and the believers. It's not the unbelievers. It's the word itself that is active unto righteousness and unto life. But at the same time, God calls humans soil. It's odd to have Jesus call us all dirt. But in an agricultural sense, dirt isn't a bad thing. You're not a farmer unless you love really good soil. And Jesus is going to say that humans are the realm in which the word grows or the word dies. And it also tells us that it's something of the nature of each person that's going to determine what the word can and cannot do. This gets us out of the typical Protestant domain of we're all sinners and we need to repent. This is a second domain that is valid in scripture that stands as Jesus is not coming to judge, but we judge ourselves by rejecting his word. There's no condemnation here. The word just goes out. It sprays wherever it wants. He doesn't spare seed and perhaps not throw it over there because it might fall onto the road. But the word goes out to all. A common grace. Every spot gets its chance. But what happens? Jesus speaks about four types of soil. The first one is the hard, compacted stuff. It's kind of hard to believe in New Hampshire. But in a Mediterranean climate, you get big splotches of just alkaline dirt where nothing can grow. Well, when the seeds land on that, they're not going to grow. And Luke talks about how when the birds come and snatch away the seed off the bare dirt, that's the devil himself stealing away the word. What does it mean to be hard, rocky soil? that there's no vitality. And it also means that that grace which gives forth Jesus' word, it even attracts devils and the ravens that come to snatch the seed. But the worst thing about being the hard earth is it's so dead, the ravens don't stay. There's no need to bedevil it. It's hammered down. Life is rough to the roadside. When Jesus talks about a seed that needs to grow, it's a plant. And plants grow up and plants grow down. There's no growth whatsoever in the, rock, in the hard soil. But in the rocky soil, we get a little bit of growth. This is where the word is able to sprout up very tall, but underneath the surface, the surface is very little. If you've ever seen really rocky soil, it might move very easily to your hands. It doesn't get compacted down because it's got too much stuff in it. But it's always really, really thin. You water it a little bit and it just washes off into the drain. You see it whenever you drive along the road and it looks like the hills sliding out. The word, when it falls under this rocky soil, grows up, Jesus says, but it just can't get down. It has all the looks. In one of the other Gospels, Jesus says they receive the word with joy, but when persecution finally comes, they just fall away. That's because it's a big, giant tree with one tiny little root holding into the ground. 
And that lack of roots, though, is in nature of the soil. It doesn't matter whether it's the word, and it doesn't matter if it's something else. For on the hard soil, not even the weeds will grow, because the birds will snatch those seeds. And the rocky soil, anything will get started. It's the Charlie Brown of soils. And it always hopes that that football doesn't move. And every time it goes to kick, it gets pulled out. It's a humanity that can hear the word of Jesus and be very joyous, but the next spiritual thing comes along and it hears the word of Jesus or someone else, and it's very joyous. It gets this lust, that lust, but when the sun comes out and the going gets tough, there's no root to any of it. It's people-pleasing. It's being afraid of what others think. It's still compacted and nothing lives there. Third soil is weedy. It takes the seed and the seed roots down very deep. The word gets in all the way to the heart. We tend to be wrong when we think of the weedy soil with all the cares and troubles and sins choking it out, that it doesn't have the root. No, it does. It goes all the way down to the heart. But the weedy soil has the problem that anything grows in weedy soil. It's not hard. It's open. And just like the gospel gets in and roots down, everything else gets in and roots down. Be it riches, be it family, be it sin, some sort of vitality. But eventually the word, because again, the humans are just the dirt, the word cannot bring forth fruit in that situation. Till at last comes the good soil. The word goes into it and it grows down and it grows up. And it gives forth fruit. And Matthew today says it gives different amounts. It gives 100, 60, 30. But Jesus doesn't really care about the amount that he gets out of it. It's still good soil. It's still a good crop. Now Jesus said this to the disciples for two reasons. This parable stands for two reasons. The first is a general meaning. They ask Jesus, why do you talk in parables? And Jesus says, because most of them aren't going to get it. In that mode, this is a metaphor for general humanity. There are people that are just hard soil. The word's going to bounce off. There's people that are rocky soil. In the beginning, they'll seem to be really cheerful about it, but when persecution arises, they'll fall away. There's folks that will be weedy soil. It'll all go good, but when it finally gets to the point where they're going to do something great... That's when the weed chokes them and knocks them out. And then there's other folks. It just grows and grows and grows and grows and grows. And he also tells his disciples what being disciples is going to mean. We don't hear of him saying, okay, Peter, now go get your plow and break that hard soil up. He doesn't say, Matthew, go get a whole bunch of multimedia and other <clears throat> stuff and fertilize that rocky soil. He says, no, just go out and sow the seed. But it has a second meaning. For Jesus, when he's pulled aside, says these are spoken in parables to them, so they can't get anywhere. But we, as the people of God, and as those he's willing to take under his wings as disciples, which includes even Judas, it's been given to see the secrets the parable of the sowers has a second meaning 
for us as disciples. Because see, by the Spirit, we can transform the soil. We think Christianity are wrong if we think we will change the word, if we think we will root it down somehow, or we'll make it taller, or we'll make it produce 30 batches instead of 60. But what we can affect as Christians and as disciples is the soil itself. That's not always pleasant. If a hard heart is the bad road, then it's going to take plowing and racking of the heart to break that up. All those defenses we put up to be emotionally invulnerable, those don't just keep the word out. They keep the ravens and the devil out too. Nothing's getting in there. Do you feel dead inside? We hear of can't remember the poet, but devil's sick of sin. If nothing makes you happy, if it's just cold, then pray the Spirit, and he'll get plowing and racking. And he'll break that soil up, but that costs a broken heart. And perhaps you're the rocky soil. You're Charlie Brown. You always want people to like you. I know, because I tend to fall into that one. I mean, look at what I do for a living. If you are the rocky soil... You're going to have to come to terms with the fact that you need to put down deep roots. If you just keep going after this one and that one and hope they never move the football, what you're missing the point is they're moving the football because they just don't like you. It doesn't matter where you stand. And for the rocky soil out of all these people, this parable really means something because some folks are just hard. Some folks are just rocky. And some soil is just weedy. You can't change it. Look inward and water. And finally, there's the last one, which is the inconvenient one that we give the most attention. And that's discipline. Yes, discipline exists. We tend to look at it as a way of making the word grow. The word will grow one way or the other. It's the nature of the seed. We think that discipline is how we root Jesus deeper down inside ourselves. No, that's the word's properties. Or it's how it grows up and gives fruit. No, no, no. Discipline is how we trim the weeds. It's how we control the realm in which Jesus' word is going to go forth and how it's going to work. Because the grace of all of this is it's the work of the word, the Holy Spirit to bring forth fruit. Jesus says, there's nothing in here that's going to let you brag. There's no great juxtaposition against Paul's salvation through faith alone. If God comes looking for fruit, he's looking for his own word. What we do is we tend the soil. Many kings and many prophets asked to see such things. And they did not see it. Many kings and prophets and great ones of Israel wished for a lesson this simple. They spent eons in the temple crying, Why, Lord, why? Are you in the temple crying, Why, Lord, why? Then work. Christ says elsewhere, No one who sets their hands to the plow and looks back as worthy of the kingdom. Where does your soil stand?